If you're looking for other great content like the old pre-meds podcast, go to mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. This is the old pre-meds podcast, session number seven. Your non-traditional student entering the medical fields on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way or you're changing careers, you're now ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your journey to becoming a physician. Again, these questions are taken directly from oldpremeds.org. You need to go sign up for an account if you don't already have one so you can ask your questions that can be answered here on the podcast or by the wonderful community, uh, the old, the wonderful Old Pre-Meds community, or OPM as we like to call it. Again, oldpremeds.org. Let's jump into the, today's question and say hello to Rich. And I'm joined again by the remarkable Rich. How are you? I'm doing well. Yourself, Doc Gray? Uh, I'm doing sensational today, which means I can't use sensational next time we record a podcast for you. Darn it. Oh, that's okay. Rich, we uh, have been going strong now for seven episodes of the Old Pre-Meds podcast. And I told you a couple times ago that when you hit seven, there's a good chance that we're going to be successful. So I just want to congratulate you on getting to episode seven. No, you're the one who deserves all the credit for doing this. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about children and medical school and specifically mentioning children in your application. And that's really the question that was posted on the forums at oldpremeds.org. The question is, did any of you mention your children in your application, especially if it adds to your narrative of why you wanted to become a doctor? It's important when any student applies to medical school that they're forthcoming in their motivations, desires, and commitment to medicine. And if your children have anything to do with that, for whatever reason, it would be important to mention. It's certainly very germane to the discussion at hand when the school wants to know why you're here. Um, Certainly, I have met many applicants who have families. Um, For example, there's a professor at the Pacific Northwest School of Osteopathic Medicine who decided to not only become a doctor, but go to the OBGYN because of difficulties she had during pregnancy. By the way, she didn't start medical school until after her fourth child, which really has courage to me. Mm. Um, Certainly, if your child, if you've had issues as a parent with a child who may have been in the hospital and may have gotten interested in medicine, uh, may have got you a feel of the pediatrics, uh, maybe oncology, which I've heard and we certainly heard from one applicant some time ago. Um, it, it, it is germane to what you need to discuss. The one thing I will mention, though, which is occasionally comes up as a question, can people put down parenting as an EC, an extracurricular? And my general advice for that is no. Just being a parent itself, while it takes a tremendous commitment, a tremendous energy, has a lot to do with your life on a daily basis in itself is not germane to applying to medical school. 
But if you're doing things around your child that are organized, such as the PTA, such as the Little League coach, such as the soccer coach, those would be activities that would list well on, on an extracurricular activity. Interesting. One of the the questions that I often get or I've seen is how do adcoms look at students with children? Do do they fear students with children as having too much responsibility outside of the classroom? What kind of experience do you have with that? If you had asked me 15 years ago when I started, I would think that was really a fear. If you ask me today, I don't see it as much. Um, I see students having children while in medical school. Um, one of our recent success stories, one of her, the only other student in her class who's older than she is, has two kids and is expecting a third while she started medical school. Um, I think that the uh, the parents who are on the admissions committees, and forgive me for being stereotypic, especially the working mothers, because everybody knows every mother is a working mother, would probably look highly on someone who has been able to successfully get the grades, successfully get the MCAT score, and has been able to take care of two kids while doing a full-time job and all that. That shows to someone who's rather disciplined in their efforts, don't you think? I think so. I think it shows a level of maturity, a level of responsibility, of being able to organize and prioritize. So I think it's a, it is a strong trait, if you want to call it that, to, to be a parent. And so I wouldn't uh, hide it. Uh, obviously, you don't want to hide anything on your application. I think it's a, a strength that's good. I did have a discussion uh, in my other podcast, the Medical School Headquarters podcast, in session 61, which you can get at medicalschoolhq.net slash 61, about a fourth-year medical student who had applied to medical school after having several kids. And and we talk about uh, what it was like to go through the application process um, as a mom. So you can go check that one. Again, medicalschoolhq.net slash 61. By by the way... One of our early members of OPM, in fact, the first one who was the first full attending physician, Mary, Dr. Mary Renard, she applied to medical school as her oldest daughter was applying to college. Now, that's I a good story. Was, it was interesting parallel. She didn't start med school till she was 41, so it's rather interesting. It, it just goes to show you that there are so many stories, so many paths, so many different ways to get to medical school and to, to be a non-traditional pre-med and medical student. All right. Again, if you enjoyed the old pre-meds podcast, go to mededmedia, that's M-E-D-E-D, media.com for more great shows just like the old pre-meds podcast. Right now, as we're recording this, there are only two, the pre-med years podcast, which was formerly known as the medical school headquarters podcast, where we have three plus years of weekly podcast episodes for you to catch up on if you don't already listen to that one. And uh, the this podcast, the old premeds podcast, but we're in the works. We're working with um, some other people to to create some new shows for you to help you on your journey. And helping you on your journey is what we're all about. And I would love for you to let us know if that's working or not. Go to opmpodcast.com slash iTunes, where you can leave us a rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Five stars is always awesome, but you can be honest too. I'll, I'll take honesty. It's a great policy. All right. I hope you join us next week 
as always, here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. 